you remember my voice? It's been a while. Been three weeks. I almost have to be retrained. <laughs> yeah, you're telling me. Zeta froze our, our control system froze this morning. And I was like, oh, of course. No. I, don't, I don't remember how to do this. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, and, you know, it's, it's really goofy, even though I haven't been here for three weeks. You know, the last two Sundays, it's like, okay. You know, it was no different day. You know, I putzed around. I did a little of this, a little of that. You know, I mean, it was just like, okay, what can't I normally... You know, with my time change now, when I used to be four to six, you know, all day, mm-hmm. wait, to get here at three, do the show at four, get home at about 6.30. It broke up the day, okay? But yeah. what's so cool about having it from noon to two now is that I come home in the light, go home in the light, and then I still have a half a day to get stuff done. I'm not wait. You know what I mean? It's not broken up the day. It's just, yeah, it just works out cool. I don't like waiting around all day for yeah. something to do later yeah no and so like i said i can get home and i can do whatever i want i can do nothing <laughs> i could do something so that it works out pretty good so happy new year oh happy holidays merry christmas uh and happy new year literally so, all the things yes all the things and so it seems like it's so far in the distant it's only been you know new year's a week you know it's yeah. really strange and how what the feeling you have so did you have a good uh christmas and new year yeah, I did. You know, it was busy, but um, it was really fun. Oh, the food was really good. It's always it's always about the food. Food, you know, food, food. Roast on on Christmas is absolutely delicious. Ooh, you know, ooh, my parents are very talented cooks. Believe it or not. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie's dish. <laughs> yeah. One thing I had over uh, a New Year's Eve, my girlfriend. She, we usually have a great big. The, when they cut brush and trees all year, then on New Year's Eve they burn it. Okay, mm-hmm. and, and we're talking. Ginormous fire. I mean, you have to stand 20 feet, 40 feet away, or you're going to melt. Okay, well, this year, because it's so brown, you know, we decided, ah, we're just going to do it. And they've got a pretty good sized campfire ring, you know, type thing. Mm -hmm. And it's not really a ring, it's probably like eight feet by eight feet. (laughs) But anyway, so we decided to do that. But uh, a lot of people were busy, blah, blah, blah. So I tried to figure out what to eat. And one thing that I had, you probably had it before, but I never did this before. Uh, she wanted to make chili, and I hate beans and chili, and so does her husband. So she made chili with and without beans. And then, guess what we put it over? That is a new revelation to me. Tater tots. Oh, yeah. Oh, that that sensation is worth its weight in gold. It's an extra crispy chili cheese fries, oh, essentially. Oh, it Jesus, yeah. It was so good. So, yeah, that, that was fun. So, our, yeah, we, we kind of just muddled and we were going to color. Have you? Do you ever do adult coloring, you know, those books that have all those? Yeah, sometimes. I actually, for Christmas, was given, uh, like, an adult sticker book. Okay, oh. Where it's, like, kind of, um, it's essentially a coloring book, but you get sheets of the tiny, like, stickers. Okay. And you assemble them to, like, make a picture. Oh, okay. It's okay. Fun. Yeah, so I, I gave uh, adult coloring books out with color pens to a lot of my friends. It's like, get in touch with your child side. <laughs> I loved it. I hadn't done it for a while, and I brought it out. And so we were going to do some coloring and stuff like that on New Year's Eve. So we didn't get to it. We were just between eating and talking around the fire, and a couple people did drop in, so that was pretty cool. And, and New Year's, our Christmas Eve, had, a, you know, five, six people over, just ordinary type things. And uh, Christmas, nah, it was just the day. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I spent most of New Year's watching the Vikings lose. No, don't even go there. <laughs> don't even go there. It was just yes. like making dip and yelling at the TV. <laughs> I, I well, that's where the fire was a savior. We'd run in, check the game, ah, uh, and then go back out, go back in, ah. Uh, 
<laughs> it's not one you really wanted to like sit down no. and pay attention to. Yeah, because you were just you just got too irate. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was it was not fun. I mean, talk about a bunch of girls, but oh well, there's uh well today we play at noon, so keep me Keep me abreast. We play the yeah, Lions no today. no scoring yet, which yeah, is yeah. a good <laughs> start good. <laughs> against the Lions. But you know what, what essentially like would have to happen for us to make one of the wild card slots? Like, four teams who have bad records have to like pull Even something out of their butt to win, and we have to beat the Lions. Yeah. no, And you know this. I'm wearing my Vikings shirt. Probably be the last time this year. Well, this year, yeah. It's a new year, but this year. Until, mm-hmm. Well, until fall, I should say that. The last for the last game, and we're done, <laughs> and that's the way it goes. So, but anyway, so thank you, thank you guys. Happy New Year! And I posted on my Facebook page, my Katie K and I Facebook page. I posted what would you like to hear on the show, and I want to thank you guys for all your uh, input. Uh, very good. A lot of things that we've covered, you know, been twenty. This could be twenty two years, I think now. Um, that that we've covered, but you know, to bring up again type thing. Mm-hmm. And then different guests, which a lot of uh, things they brought up. So I'm going to, so hopefully book, book some more guests for you and such like that. And, and just try to, and if you got any ideas, you know, you can email them to me, go to mytalk1071.com and then uh, email me. Uh, I would go through my website. Oh, by the way, my website is brand new. It was just came up and running uh, just the day before Christmas. <laughs> so, you know, check that out. You can send me an email. Sometimes if you send me an email through the station, it gets marked that it's it's unopenable. It's got a virus, you know, not a virus, but I don't want to explain that technology crap. But anyway, so just you're just best to go to mytalk1071.com and then you got uh, Facebook page. Uh, I, I'm hard on messages for those. I just do best with if you call me and leave a message or if you leave a message uh, via the, the email, kdk 9 email. Okay. And then plus, when you, why are you there at mytalk1071.com? You can catch all my past shows since 2018. If that, if, if that's, if you just need more of me. <laughs> Your homepage has the cutest little animation. Isn't that cute? Oh, I love that. Yeah. Uh, uh, her name is uh, Rachel, and she's uh, a niece of my daughter's husband. And she decided to get into like a virtual secretary, and so I was her first customer. <laughs> and so yeah, she she did a good job there. So, and so it's my old one was kind of busy. I'm getting used to the less busyness. <laughs> to me, it's like oh, but you did, but it's all there. You just got to click. It's just not right in front of you. Mm-hmm. You want to learn more? You just hit learn more. Okay, but yeah. So she did an excellent job. But anyway, and then of course all, all week everybody's been. <laughs> of course, every week or all week, everybody's been mentioning Ian Punnett. Uh, we lost Ian, Ian Punnett. Yeah. And um, he, he, poor Ian, he didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> I like to dedicate this show to Ian Punnett, but he didn't know what to do with me. A couple of times we had live togethers. And in his mind, you know, you you take the call, you, you, you know, then you, you know what I mean, hang up. And then you answer it, and then you go to the next call, hang up, and then you answer it. Okay, but with me, I need more information. It can't just be the question. You know what <laughs> I mean? There's so much more information. Okay, anytime that we were together on some appearances, uh, one was at Flaherty's Bowling Lane. That was fr- funny. But anyway, and uh, he's his leg is going 100 miles an hour. You know when a person gets anxious, they either you know <laughs> click their hand on the table or bounce the knee? Yeah. And Ian would bounce his knee and just like, put his hands in front of him, and you could just see he just... And then we go to break and he'd go, why don't you just take the question 
and then you dump it, and then you answer it, and then you take another question. Because to him, it was all about, let's get through the calls, yeah. okay? Which I agree. But the thing is, is that, and people have listened to me for all these years, knows that I have questions to your questions, and they're in there to give you good advice. And so that's why I appreciate the people that hang on and wait their turn, you know, to you know to talk to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it does take longer, but Ian is to just, just drive, it, drive you nuts. And the thing is, is that that is a man that is an and just awesome. Uh, you will never, ever. He he was all around interesting. You know, he was caring. He was talented. Just in talents in so many ways. You know, he was a pastor, a radio host. He was a great dad, a great husband, and a great friend. Funny. Oh my goodness. And when you're around physically with Ian, you never got away without a couple hugs, <laughs> and they were good hugs. You know. And so, like I said, so he's he was always involved and just in so many things, and it just. It's so sad that he is taken away too early. And why is it seem like always the nice people, <laughs> the nicer they are, it seems like they're taken earlier. I don't get this. But Ian was one of a kind, and, and Marjorie and him as a team, holy moly, you couldn't find a better team. And then, and I only know his kids as Itchy and Scratchy. <laughs> I don't know what their, their real names were, or are. I shouldn't say, no, they haven't left us. Thank goodness. But anyway, and so, but the thing is, is that that, that guy was an all-around talented super and i was lucky to call him a friend i wasn't a, a like an everyday friend you know but a friend and so like i like to say i dedicate this show to ian Punnett because he is just was fantastic and i guess it was a liver disease that took him uh this a chronic you know where is it was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah so i don't know the uh everything's about it so anyway they know a lot of the other people in the station probably know more than me but so anyway, so you guys give me a holler and back. So got some questions? Give me a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Okay, what does one bucket say to the other? What does one bucket say to the other? We'll be back. Hello, we're back. Can't wait to answer your questions. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Got to retrain me. I've been off for three weeks. Okay, what does one bucket say to the other bucket? Um, what's what are you full up with? <laughs> nah. well, that could be an answer. That could be an answer. It's a creepy answer. Okay, I am feeling pale today. <laughs> I am feeling pale today. So You're looking a little pale. There, oh, there you go. Looking a little pale today. Yeah. So remember, there's a lot of these jokes. You can have several different answers. So. Oh, punny. Yeah. So anyway, okay. So yeah, give a holler. So get me off and going for the new year here, okay? Do we have a caller? We do. So Janelle has an older a German Shepherd who's um, starting to show some accidents in the house, pooping in the house, okay. and a low appetite. Okay. Hey, Janelle, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. Good, how good. You, good, good. So how old's your pupper? He, he's, he'll be 11 in February. He's a white German Shepherd. Okay. And he's never had accidents in the house. In the last couple of weeks, he's had a few poop. It's not diarrhea, but it's almost like he doesn't realize it's happening. He mm-hmm. just, all of a sudden, he's as, as surprised as we are. Okay. And I noticed the last couple of weeks, he's not been eating. Okay. Um, he's, we, he gets uh, two cups of um, Taste of the Wild. Okay. Um, Dog food is what we're giving him, okay. and he gets a couple cups in the morning, a couple cups at um, in the evening, and now he just sniffs it and walks away. Okay, 
So just, uh, I did start yesterday. I made up some hamburger and rice and have been giving him uh, about a cup of the mixture twice a day, and he loves it. He just gobbles it up. Good, good, good. Okay, I'm not the, I'm not that fond of what you're feeding. I would, if you're going to feed a kibble food, I'd strongly recommend that you rotate them into the Nutrisource line. Okay, uh, Taste of the Wild is a diamond product, and a diamond. Remember, in '07, there was a melamine poisoning. Okay, and yep. many pets, dogs, dogs and cats died. Okay, the, I'm not fond of that particular company. Okay, I don't trust that's them, okay. and so that's why I would get them off of that. Now, uh, question two: What size bag do you have of? Of kibble food we buy i think it's a 25 pound bag okay so that's the, this is the only dog you have yeah okay see what happens is that if the minute you open the dog food bag the dog it, no matter how you store it it's starting to go oxygen makes it go stale and rancid all right so that's why you want to buy the smaller bags uh, like eight pound bags and you want to be able to so you can feed it out quicker so it stays fresher because what's happening with that size thing a bag that you've got by now it's starting to smell stale and like cardboard dogs eat according to smellability not padability right and so um uh what happens is that what's in that dish, he's like, the reason why you sniff it and walk it away, it smells like cardboard. It's like not interesting. But now when you brought the hamburger and rice out, interesting. I'll take that. Okay. <laughs> and so that's why I would strongly recommend that you rotate in maybe there into the Nutrisource uh, turkey uh, or the beef. There's a beef and rice. So there's a turkey and rice. Do you, What are you feeding? Well, taste of the wild, you're grain free, right? And they have many grain freeze and Nutrisource, like Prairie Select. I would try that if you want to try that. But you should rotate between a grain free and a non grain free. Grain free, non grain free. Um, they also oh. they also have a new element series that phenomenal. And what happens is that what you got to remember is when you pay, get good dog food, cat food, whatever, it's going to cost you a bit more. But what you're going to remember is you're going to feed less. Don't feed what you know a good product like what you're going to feed up uh, the low end is what that is. Okay, and so that's why I would try that. Just get a six pound bag or an eight pound bag, you know, and start and go like a uh, uh, fifty fifty. You know, and just okay. see how it goes. But so that's what tell because being that he went, went to eat the the hamburger and the rice, that tells me that he has the appetite. Okay, he just didn't sniff it, dabble in it, and then go. He's got the appetite. And the big thing in the melamine poisoning, in the 07 melamine poisoning, is that all owners, a common thread, was, well, he could eat it. He just walked, they would just walk away. They're trying to tell you there's something wrong with that food. I'm not going to eat it. Okay, mm. but then people, what they did is they started doctoring up. Oh, I got a spoiled dog, so they doctored up. They put some, you know, some hamburger or whatever in it. So then, of course, the dog would eat it, right? And so, because he couldn't smell what he was smelling before, because you, had to, you you put something else in there. So I would strongly recommend that you get off that food right now, and then like you're on the hamburger and the rice. Okay, go get a, a eight pound bag of like I say, either the beef and rice or a, a, if you want to do a grain free prairie, prairie select, and then like say rotate that in. Okay, and so anyway, but now did you say he's, uh, is he incontinence, you said? Well, it's only happened a few times where just all of a sudden his uh, poop has, you know, he's pooped in the house and he looks at it like, did I, almost like, did I do that? Oh, okay, okay. How does he walk? What's his gait like? Well, and uh, about 18 months ago, his he tore his ACL. Okay. And it's never... And he did not have surgery, but we did some other doctoring. Okay. It yeah. healed really well, so he doesn't run anymore. So his gait is not great. You can tell he's, okay. he's kind of weak. What I would do, along with changing his food to a better grade, um, uh, number one is get him to a chiropractor. 
Okay, because by with that with because he his gait went off because he tore his ACL, he's walking different. Okay, and see, and then like I say, sometimes even happens in humans. Whereas if there's pinched nerves in the spine, it affects our kidneys and liver, and it affects how we go potty. Okay, and so I would suggest that maybe something is pinched in there and he can't really feel it. That I would try a chiropractor. All right, Uh, um, especially since he's he's already been off gated with you know the ACL tear. Right, and Mm -hmm. uh, is he on any supplements? No. Okay, uh, for uh, for being an older dog, I would strongly recommend that you'd get him on. Uh, if you go to springtimeinc.com, springtimeinc.com, they have an advanced hip joint formula that I think that would really help him a lot. Advanced hip joint. All right. Okay. Also, I would get him on some form of fish oil. Uh, for his, how many pounds is he? About uh, 80, 85. Okay. He, you can go 1,500 milligrams of fish oil a day, but right. build to that. Just don't start with that. Take a week for 500 and then a week of uh, 1,000 and then a week you're up to 1,500, okay, per day. It also helps his coat. It helps his joints. Um, you know, inflammation in the joints, fish oil helps, all right? And you can use right. fi- people fish oil if you want, so there's no problem with that. I prefer to use people products more so than animal products at times, just because I, you know it's a higher grade because it has to be gone through so many testing. You know, whereas the animal products they don't go through as much testing, so to see okay. how pure they are. But anyway, so by changing his his diet, I think that's you're going to see a huge difference. Okay, by adding that advanced hip joint and then adding fish oil. Okay, and seeing a chiropractor. And so, okay. uh, because I think that something's pinched in there, whereas um, it's just kind of like our back, you know, if it goes kittywampus, we have a tendency, our functions, <laughs> you know, can be off. And right. so there is such a thing as, you know, why, and so that's going to tell me that if you just kind of look around, like, did I do that? I just got a feeling there's something pinched in there that he's not feeling it correctly. Right, and so that's why it just kind of came out. Have you had any uh, complete blood profile done on him late recently? No. Uh-uh. Okay, because usually what I do, I'd like, especially his age, is to do a complete blood profile to make sure the kidneys, the liver, all that stuff is working correctly, and that there's not any like a high calcium count like that would indicate, um, you know, maybe possibly cancer somewhere. You know, so the whole thing is, is that it, I usually tell people you to know, get a complete blood profile when the dog's a year old, then when they're five years old, and then when they're eight years old, because now you have blood pro- profiles that when they were healthy. So as you as they age, you can see how things are changing, all right? But the whole thing is, since you don't have a complete blood profile before, what you're looking for is there is there any elevations of anything that we should be paying attention to, all right? All right. I, I would not be cut, t- talked into any vaccinations. I When the dog gets older, I'm not a fan. And so what I just want to do is I just want to see how, what's the inside doing? You know, what that's what the complete blood profile, the blood profile is going to, uh, and in the incontinence, sometimes they can have a urinary tract infection. So you could also take, a, anytime you're going to take a urine sample, go to the dollar store and get a, a dollar label, a ladle, you know, a soup ladle. And yeah. so it's real. So what, so as they go, you can quick get the ladle under there and then put it in whatever you're going to put it in to bring it to the vet just to have to make sure that that is doing okay. That there's okay, you know, that is there, there's no urinary tract infection. You associate it more with girl dogs and boy dogs, but they can get them too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so with the, 
the uh, accidents, having the poop accidents. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, when he realizes it happened, then he runs to the door. So he knows that that, that makes me think more that his muscles are probably weakened. Or like you said, maybe there's a pinched. Yeah, yeah. Something Inched. Definitely, definitely. You know, like I say, so don't start screaming and yelling. Like, what the heck are you doing? All right. <laughs> so, so uh, like I said, I would, I would do a chiropractor adjustment. What area do you live in? White Bear Lake. White Bear. Okay, you've got. Um, it's called chiropractic for everybody, and what they do, you they have a clinic, but you can go in. Uh, they uh, they will come into your vet. Also, but they do have a clinic too. So it's called chiropractic for everybody. And they I've heard a lot of good things about them. Okay. Right. And so, but that's what I would start and then uh, change that food ASAP. And now watch his doo-doos because, you know, what you're changing his diet, he might get a little bit loose. Okay. Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, take about two weeks to do a change. Just watch his doo-doos. Okay. 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 Good luck, kiddo. Thank you. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Once there was a family called the Biggers. There was Mr. Bigger, Mrs. Bigger, and their son, who was the biggest. We'll be back. The YMCA presents Unrealistic Resolutions. This year, I'm going to eat nothing but kale. Ah, the kale sandwich. Between two slices of kale and a side of kale washed down with a kale smoothie? That's not going to work. Why not join the Y and try a steady approach to your wellness, starting with a free fitness assessment and $0 enrollment through January to help you kale your goals realistically. Did you just make a kale pun? Kale, yeah, I did. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Hey, I bet you missed that song, didn't you, folks? (laughs) Hey, we got some open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Once there was a family called the Biggers. There was Mr. Bigger, Mrs. Bigger, and their son. Who was the biggest? The dad? The son, because he was a little bigger. He was a, a little bigger than everyone else. There you go. Ta-da! I was going for the rim shot yeah, and you got the drum roll. <laughs> there you go. No problem. No problem. All right. Okay. Um, uh, this weekend was a big dog show down at the, I don't know what they call it nowadays, River Center, Civic Center. I don't know what it is. And anyway, and so um, that started Thursday. It was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then I think it goes to like four today, if I'm not mistaken. And it's a huge dog show. One of the best ones, our biggest ones here in the in the cities are in the state of Minnesota, actually, uh, as far as how many breeds are represented and, and how many people go to it and such like that. And I normally don't go to it because I get really upset on the scene, what they're doing with the breed. <laughs> you know, like, uh, uh, like watching... Uh, Okay, did you watch the AKC one that was on TV? Yeah, uh, the other day. Okay, and uh, that Shih Tzu one uh, for a top dog in the oh, AKC. Oh yeah, I mean, there's certain like breed standards. It's yeah. just, but see, the thing they're is, they're trying is, to shift that with some breeds. I know with like Frenchies, they're trying to elongate the faces and get more kennels to do that. But yeah, yeah. and then, but the thing is, is it drove me the black lab that was showed on that show, and he actually made it the top cut in, in working on the sporting dogs. He was so fat, and I'm like, you know, judges. If you, you huh. need to set uh, that if this if it's a representation of the breed, you need to set the standard of what a healthy weight is for the dog. The black lab was so heavy, and I'm just, and when he walked, you could just see it jiggle, you know, as he was trotting through type thing. I feel like you don't 
see that as often in the dog shows. Oh, I know. Right away, my husband is about ready to slap me because I'm oh, that one's too fat. Nope, nope, <laughs> that one's too fat. And some of them you can't tell because of their coat. You mm-hmm. can't say see what's underneath that, you know, type thing. And anyway, so, but judges need to say, you know, you've got a good representation of the breed. I mean, as far as it's, you know, the structure, but it's too fat. Get it thinned down and maybe a place. Okay. I wish judges would step up to the plate because that totally blows my marbles. There wasn't a lot in that, you know, I mean, at that, what do you want to call it? realm of showing that we're like grossly overweight, but definitely there is overweightness mm-hmm. and it should not be in the ring. You know, they should be the epitome of looks, size, you know, of the breed itself, but not overweight. And so, like I said, the, the Shih Tzu won the, um, uh, you know, the AKC number one. And uh, I got to admit, did you see the Afghan? Um, that Afghan, I'm not much for Afghans. I'm, I, I know the dog. Okay, but I love, you're in the hound breed, obviously. Mm-hmm. I, I love anybody that has the patience, even with that Shih Tzu, is to keep a coat like that. Oh, yeah, maintain those coats. <laughs> I mean, but that Afghan was so silly and so just flamboyant. I could not believe that did not get into a final, final cut. You know what I mean? And that, oh, he was, because that's also what you're looking for when you're at the dog shows. Who is that dog? Does is he enjoy what he's doing? That Afghan was having a hoot. Personality points. Oh, exactly. It's mm-hmm. just and you could ju- it just exuded in his trot and his the way he carried himself. And I'm just got. I'm not an Afghan fan, fan. I've never had an Afghan out of all my 44 years of training. I've never had one come through because it's a, only a dog for certain people because they don't. You you do a lot of grooming. And they're just kind of more, I would say, into the elite of people. They're not crossbred either, so it's not like a, they pop up exactly. in pounds. Yeah, same with greyhounds. A lot of people will say, "Oh, this is a greyhound cross," and I'm going, "You know what? No, it's not. The greyhound industry has a total lockdown that nothing gets out that's not fixed. Okay, females and males. There is no breeding. Uh, you know, it might be cro- be crossed with a whippet, yeah, or you know what I mean. And, and that particular breed, you know, kind of looks greyhoundish, but on a shorter side but there is no crossing with a greyhound because they have that totally locked up and um, people just don't get it but it is it's really the greyhound industry is really really sad and i'm I'm glad that they got rid of the racetracks you know in hudson Mm -hmm. and minnesota i I was so happy when that started and uh i went to one just to see what it was all about and it's just kind of like okay i want to open the gate and let them all go (laughs) and so they would all been i would have been in jail but anyways, <laughs> so anyway, and uh, 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 what what you need to go do is go see Washington County has a huge uh, dog show at the end uh, second week in August at the Washington County Fairgrounds. And that's huge. That is uh, the St. Croix Kennel Club. They have a lot of dogs come in for that, too. And that's an outdoor more. So you got to be prepared for the weather. But, it, you know, everybody, if you're interested in a breed, OK, go see. But my problem with is, is is that just because you like a breed, what the breed's tendency is, does it, is it conducive with your life style, okay? There's many people that love Vieslers, okay? But they're a high-energy dog. And if you're a bookworm... I babysit a Vizsla for, for Vizsla people, and they have a farm in Wisconsin and still... Okay. They- yeah, thing needs space. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like I said, just because it, and there's good and bad in every breed. I've seen some calm Vizslas, 
But as a rule, she's neurotic. Yes, most of them are. That same with Weimariners. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, they're great dogs, but they're not for everybody. And that's what you got to get out of the looks. What you look, things that you look like, but then find out. What were they bred for? Obviously, a herding dog, you know, an Aussie, a Border Collie, a Corgi. That's God's joke to us. It really is having a Corgi as a herder. But the reason why they're bred down like that, so like if anything kicked out at them, it goes over their head. They don't get kicked. You know what I mean? Yeah, they flatten to the ground. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're short. So they can duck the the flying hooves, whether they're cows, sheep, whatever. But anyway, so the ankle whole, nippers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But so that if you've got a herding breed, it's going to put you all into a nice tight little where well, the room all has to go over this way or the yard. Everybody in the yard has to go over this way. They're ankle biters, f- finger biters. Um, they they heard every they heard cars, you know, so the whole thing is you've got to be awake at what this dog was bred for. And then if you have a plan to keep them mentally busy. They don't have to herd, uh, you know, a uh, herding breed doesn't need to herd, you know, ducks, geese, you know, sheep, cows. They don't need to, uh, but take that energy and put it into maybe nose work or mm-hmm. play, put it into uh, doc dogs or um, uh, whatever you want to call it. Uh, oh, it's the loudest sport. Uh, I just can't think of it. Oh, is that where they run down, jump over jumps, hit the thing, fly ball. Okay, you, have you seen fly ball? No, I don't think so. Oh, uh, well, it's kind of, it's not as prevalent as it was, okay, fly ball. They, you have a team of dogs, and you want a short dog on your team because that lowers the jumps, all right? And so what they do is they hold the dog, and then the dog has to jump over these uh, a set of four, I think, jumps. And then they have to hit this box, and a, and a, um, a ball comes flying out, and they got to grab the ball, turn around, come back, and then the next dog. It's a relay game is oh, what it is. Oh, interesting. And so it's called fly ball. And like I said, it used to be really, really big. And I, it's not as much. I think nose work is becoming. And then um, there's another. It's called barn hunt. Have you heard of that, barn hunt? Mm-mm. Well, Jack Russell's, all your terriers are bred to go to ground, right? They're, uh, you know, oh, I do love terriers. Yeah, and that's why they have their snub tails. So if they get in a hole, you got something to grab a hold of, like a handle, and pull them back out again. People don't realize that's why they dock their tails, okay? Because it's it's a solid piece to pull the dog out of the head. But anyway, barn hunt goes into, you, you it's, literally you go into a barn, okay? And they usually put like a pet rat, or not a pet, but a rat, you know, like in a kennel, you know, where it's safe. The, you know, the dog can't hurt the rat. Okay, and then they hide it in the barn someplace. And it's a dog's job to find that rat, ASAP. It's a timed event. Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting because they're jumping on bales. I mean, you, you set up almost an obstacle course the dog has got to go through to find that rat. And, and it's some, they, they use other barmans, but usually it's a rat, you know, type thing. So, And so, so there's so much things to do. But if you have a high-energy dog, this isn't just something you do once a month. You know, like we do this. Okay, dogs that need jobs, you know, that mentally it's not exercise they need, like one run, run, walk, walk, walk. What they need is to mentally drain, think, you know, like that. Okay, barn hunt. That that dog is an overload, the nose, trying to find where the rat is located, okay? Um, in, in nose work, you present the, the smell. This is what I need you to smell. Now go find it. And there's different degrees in that. So when you have a dog that's, you know, physically you know where go 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 you need to drain the brain and it's just like in humans if you are a type a personality go 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 if somebody puts you on a task where you got to stop and think and hold a thought maybe how to this is what i'm trying to do myself on my cell phone 
Okay, I've tried to trade how many rings. I don't want a set for eight rings or ten rings. I only wanted three rings, and it's going to go into you know voicemail. Okay, but anyway, so be reading the instructions, concentrating, trying to get this you know squared away. By the time I got done, I was cross-eyed and I had to go take a nap. All right, and so I didn't do anything. I but my drained my brain. So now I need to take a nap, and that's what you have to do with dogs. Don't run them and run them and run them and run them because then you create the compulsive disorder of throw it again, throw it again, throw it again. And everybody uses balls. And that drives me nuts. Every ball that's outside tennis size, size ball or sm- smaller need to be walked over and thrown in the waste paper basket. All right. Cause many of those balls dogs have choked on or they tore it apart. If you ever, if we, do you know how a, a tennis ball is put together, how it's glued the two, it looks like two spoons that are glued together. Do you, have you ever taken one apart? Well, yeah, it's like, rubber and felt and right but i mean there's two pieces that come together that are glued oh yeah, 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 yeah okay and so and, and a lot of dogs like especially an exuberant lab can, the, the cheap ones in particular they find that seam and like pop yep, them and right and so like i said they start swallowing pieces they start swallowing maybe the whole section and now you've got a blockage and now it's a five you know five ten thousand dollar surgery to save your dog because he's got a blockage and so we well let, let's let's run and come back and discuss that and some more the the dangers of balls Okay, all right. How did the how did the butcher introduce his wife? How did the did the butcher introduce his wife? We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. Thank you for tuning in and sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. Remember, KDK nine, your nooner every Sunday noon to two, and the good old bikes are we're failing. Not, we're, yeah, we're not disappointed. We knew what was going to happen, so that's just the way it goes. Be a happy fan. It's just like maybe next year. We'll, we'll go for next the, year. The Vikings motto, maybe next year. Maybe next year. So anyway. Okay, how did the butcher introduce his wife? Please meet the missus. Meet Patty. Meet Patty. <laughs> meet Patty. I like that one. <laughs> So, hey, open lines, folks. You don't have to wait in line. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Give a holler. And Ellie, Ellie wants something to do. She needs to be retrained, too, as long as me, too. So we got to, okay, hit our beat. But so far, you're doing very well, Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> I try. Lord there knows you I go. try. You do good. You do good. Well, management, are you listening? Ellie's phenomenal. are you kidding they don't listen to sundays yeah yeah, thanks (laughs) that's probably about it too oh well um okay did you see jason got a uh boot on his leg because of fast fast plantar fasciitis plantar fasciitis yeah Yeah, yeah. i saw him at epcot center with a boot and i'm like it's not a place you want to be in a boot no it's all walking (laughs) yeah no kidding i wonder if he decided to take the the chair you know where you can you know, a wheelchair or, you know, I know they have different, or you have scooters, you know, where you put your foot up or your boot up and then, you know, scoot, scoot. No, last I saw he was on a cruise. So, I mean, that's. Oh, he's going on a cruise? A little less walking. I think he was already on one. He was complaining about the service on on Instagram. Oh, (laughs) I didn't think he ever went on a cruise. Is this his first cruise? I think so. I think it, I think it might be. Because I know Bradley Trainer goes on cruise after cruise after cruise. He was on a boat after cruise. He loves his cruises. Not me. I would always wind up in the Bermuda Triangle, but that's just who, what my luck would be. <laughs> Give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Okay, uh, balls. We're back to balls. Oh, 
here's a lead in. Okay, we'll get back to dogs, dogs and their balls. Have you ever been to Saks, S-A-K-S, oh, I'll wipe your, or Madness Heights, technically, it's a sports bar. Saks, S-A-K-S. No. Oh, your mom, you got to send your mom there. You got to go with her. First of all, you got to get the pork balls, okay? <laughs> they're in the appetizers, okay? And they're pr- pretty good size, all right? And there's three of them that come. Okay, it's pork and then cream cheese in the center and then wrapped in bacon. And then the taste of it is like it just got off a wood grill. It is unbelievable. Everybody should give it a try. And then I got the Frisco burger. And that is something like I've never had before. Parmesan cheese is somehow fried into the outside of a sourdough bread with mustard or with um, uh, Thousand Island dressing, onions, and uh, um, a hamburger patty. But it's called the Frisco. Oh, man. But those pork balls are phenomenal. I ordered two. One, I shared it with one with my friend Robin. Because you get three, three to an order, and then I brought, and then I got another order to bring home so that I could eat it. But you, <laughs> but honestly, Pete, like I said, you have never ever tasted anything so good. Uh, and yeah, and they would be, you know, what they would be exceptional at? They'd be a huge, huge hit at the state fair. I mean, they are, they're just, like I said, they're about this big around. You well, it's know got I mean? such a state fair name, pork balls. balls. I know <laughs> it. I know it. So yeah, it was just. Oh. Yo, so if you got a good chance, you're up in Vadis Heights, Saks, S-A-K-S. Okay, so that, now let's go back to dog balls. <laughs> okay, folks, you create the compulsive disorder by throwing and throwing and throwing the ball. All right? And so the big thing, we've talked about this before, over throwing for your dog. As the dog gets older, and it can happen even when they're younger, but after about four or five years old, all of a sudden you're blowing ACLs, hip problems, back problems. Uh, you, all of a sudden you're starting to rack up, you know, for those compulsive disorder dogs, rack up a lot of bills. And you know what? You could have saved yourself a lot of money by, you know, I never ever pitched things for my dogs, but I wanted them to learn to pick up something and bring it to me. So I would lob the thing what I was feeding maybe or let's say it's Dolly a, a stuffed thing I would lob it and say okay go pick it up okay they go pick it up they bring it here oh good very nice very nice okay and anytime when the dog brings something back to you don't rip it right out of their mouth you know isn't that a lovely game I go 200 yards out to get it 200 yards to bring it back and you rip it right out of my mouth give them a tickle you know, like a, a massage when they come in and let them hold it like a prize. Oh, look at that. You're very nice. Like right along the ribs and the, and then the butt and the ribs and oh, such a buddy. Just very soft, not rough. Don't pat, don't stroke. Just let the tips of your fingers kind of give a, um, a finger massage. Then work your hand up to the mouth. And then you always, you want to use things that are long so they hang outside the mouth. So now you can just take the object, say drop it, ah, drop it. And as soon as you say drop it, quick, put it behind your back. Don't hold it out because then what they'll do is they'll leap for it again and then nail your hand every time. So just put it behind your back and go, oh, that was very nice. And what you want to do is sometimes you throw it once and stop, twice and stop. Never throw it more than three times at one time. All right. You could do it during the day here and there, but sometimes you do it one and stop, two and stop, three and stop. All right. Do not create that compulsive disorder. When you got dogs under two years old, you do, their joints don't sit a seal until two years old. And so if they're under two, you got to just lob things. Don't whip things. And same thing. No more than three at one time. Just lob. You want them to trot out to get it, pick it up and bring it back to you. Because they're, um, if you over exercise, over walking, uh, running and such like, 
like that under two, the joints won't seal correctly and they'll have early on, on, onset arthritis. If you do have a compulsive dog about throwing, throw the ball away and you never throw another ball for that dog again, throw all balls away. And then what you're going to do is you're going to find other things for him to find, you know, like uh, take an old jean, uh, a leg, cut it off, not with your leg in it. <laughs> okay. Twist it, knot it. And now this is going to be the fetch toy. You're going to throw it out. Dog's going to go pick it up and bring it back. All right. You know, these chuckets, you know, that you could send that ball like a uh, length of a football field. That's the worst thing for a dog. If you can do what the dog does, then you're okay. But if you can run just as hard, power off just as hard, stop dead stop, pick up the object, spin, and then power off and bring it back, and as many times as you're doing it, well, then go for it, okay? But you can't, and you won't, because you will get hurt. So you've got to be, the dog trusts you that you're going to, you know, do it correctly and not get him hurt, okay? All right, we got a call? Indeed we do. Okay. First up, we have Christine, who is looking at getting a golden doodle and wants some advice. Okay. Hi, Christine. She probably put her up. Now she's up. There she's up. Hi, Christine. Hi. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks for uh, calling. I love your show. love listening to my talk. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. My mom and I are going to be looking to purchase a golden doodle. Okay. Sometime uh, this summer. And, you know, we see postings for golden doodles and um, just not sure what the best way to find, like, the Okay. Um, uh, golden doodle would be like how we go about finding the best place to okay. uh, get the next puppy. Now, my question to you, I got a couple questions for you. Why a golden doodle? And don't tell me, oh, they don't chat. Okay, that's put that aside. Okay, why uh, a golden doodle? Uh, we have three young girls, and just from our research, find that they're pretty, they do pretty well with children. And the my house? mom's also, yeah, it'll be in the house. Um, uh, how old is yeah, your, how old are your girls? My girls are now nine, seven, and five. Okay, the five year olds gonna be like oil and water. Okay, that dog's well, gonna be they, relentless on them. <laughs> they won't they won't live in the same house. They'll just be visitors. But we want to make sure that they can be friendly and. Um, okay, yeah. are you looking at a, a a rescue dog like an older dog, or are you looking at a puppy? A puppy. Okay. Um, now have. What's the reasoning for getting a golden doodle? Just because of the energy level? Um, just overall friendliness and um, just like the breed. We've met a few uh, just out about, uh, just excited about potentially having a having that breed. We've had uh, big dogs, German Shepherds, Rottweilers okay. oh, nice. in the past. And okay. Just wanted to maybe try like a little bit friendlier of a breed, like okay. overall. Okay. Uh, what Now, when the kids are in a how often are the kids going to be around the dog? Maybe every other day. Every other day? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Be mostly my mom's dog. Okay. It could be mostly what? Your mom's day? Your mom's day? My mom's dog. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. And is there going to be any other dogs, cats, anything else in the house? They, so it will be on a farm. It will be an indoor dog, but on a farm. So there's farm cats around. Okay. So potential to, you know, get after them a little bit. Okay. Uh, because there again, see, like what I was talking about, you know, people that went down to the dog show at the Civic Center, you know, you yeah. get to see the dog and, and then hear people, you know, about, you know, rant and rave about the dog. And if you want to know anything about a particular breed, what you do is, you you know, as far as trainability, you tra- talk to a trainer. You don't talk to a breeder. You know, okay. if you talk to breeders or people that have them, they'll say, they're you know, God, 
not had one. <laughs> and yeah. so you want to talk to a trainer. And the big thing about golden doodles, yes, they are very friendly, but they're very jumpy. They're very wiggly. They're very wah factor. All right. Mm-hmm. And so that's why with the age of kids you got, you get, have, well, there's the thing. Can you hold on so we can talk about it when you come back? Sure. Okay. So hold on. Don't, don't, uh, don't hang up. What's is worse than having one baby screaming? What is worse than having one baby screaming? We'll be back.